Hey everybody, welcome back to the Vegas Tips and Tricks Podcast. It is August 15th, 2022. We're back after our one-week hiatus. I was happy to see that we had a number of people viewing slash listening to the podcast over the past few weeks. Our numbers have gone up uh, fairly dramatically. So if you are a new listener, thank you. If you enjoy what you hear, I hope that you'll come back again and again and uh, tell your friends if they're fans of Las Vegas and Vegas memories and Vegas tips and tricks, they might uh, enjoy listening as well. You know, the one great thing about a podcast is you can listen to it while you're walking, running, exercising, uh, driving to work, riding the bus or the train, so... It is a nice change of pace from the uh, YouTube video, and uh, so that's why we decided to go ahead and do that. Now, today, we're going to be talking about uh, a few trips that we took to Las Vegas in 2012 and 2013, and we'll leave off just before the big 50th birthday bash, which took place at the end of 2013. Now, today's program does contain some... Very little adult-related content, so if that's something that uh, you don't want to listen to, you might want to jump off right now. If it's the kind of thing you really want to listen to, there are probably podcasts that you would enjoy more than this one. During the calendar year of 2012, I traveled to Las Vegas twice, once during the month of January and then once during the month of February. We will briefly cover those trips and a few highlights thereof. And then in 2013, I took a six-night trip to Las Vegas uh, in January, and we'll cover that in a little bit more detail because there is a little bit more detail to cover. Now, in the year 2012, I actually timed my trip to Las Vegas in January to coincide with the Adult Entertainment Expo. Uh, Most of you will uh, sort of recognize this as sort of the AVNs, but uh, that's only a part of the expo. The AVNs are actually the award ceremony that takes place, I believe it's on a Saturday night. It is a pretty pricey ticket. I did not uh, avail myself of that on any of the occasions that I visited the AEE, as it's known. Uh, but I decided I would go in 2012, and I can't remember for certain if 2012 was the first year that the uh, the Adult Entertainment Expo was divorced from the CES convention, which also takes place in Las Vegas in January, and typically raises room rates absolutely through the roof. I think a lot of times it'll be like the first week after the uh, New Year's, New Year's Eve celebration. And so you'll have like three, four days um, during that uh, particular sequence where, you know, instead of your hotel room being $29 or comped, it's like $3.99. So I had never taken advantage of the opportunity to check out the AEE until they divorced themselves from CES and started occurring a week or two later. 
Um, at that time, and in fact, uh, during the entire time that I visited the uh, Adult Entertainment Expo, it was held at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. Now, of course, the Virgin Hotel and Casino. There's probably an irony there. Probably even more of an irony when you uh, consider some of the activities at the rehab pool over the years. But, um, yeah, so I arrived in Las Vegas uh, and stayed the first couple of nights at the Orleans. And then uh, I spent two nights there, and then I spent uh, three nights at the Rio. At this point, I was already pretty much getting comped at the Rio, so that worked out pretty well for me. And it was during the first night that I stayed at the Rio that I visited the uh, Adult Entertainment Expo. Now, it took place, and I think, you know, obviously this could change over the course of uh, the pandemic and everything else that's gone on over the last few years. It, it, start, it ran like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, with the award show taking place on Saturday night. And Wednesday afternoon, it was a shortened day, but it was also half price. So being a cheap-ass whatever you want to call that, um, I decided uh, I would go um, that afternoon and check it out. And I made several mistakes. First off, I went and got there like an hour or so before the show. And guess what? That just means I stood in a long line for an hour or so before they even started admitting people. So I would just say, and, and I don't know what it's going to be like in the future, if you ever choose to avail yourself of the opportunity to go to the expo, uh, just wait an hour or so after it has started, and you'll just be able to walk right up to the door. Uh, you know, there's no advantage to getting there early unless you have some kind of special pass that you can get in early, and, and they do sell those. So, second mistake I made was there really, it was not as full a convention event on the first afternoon as it would be on Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. So, again, I would recommend just go ahead, pay the full price, and, and get a full day's worth of activity. Um, if you can afford it, it, it definitely is worthwhile to just stay at the site of the Adult Entertainment Expo because, you know, they didn't have to navigate a ride to and from. I know on every occasion that I have had to get a ride from uh, the Adult Entertainment Expo in the afternoon, there's always been a long cab line, and I suspect that probably would still be the case. And second, you're going to have a much better time if you go in there with the idea that you're going to spend some money, um, have a few beers or whatever your favorite cocktail is, and just have fun with it. Then if you're like walking around being like a cheap ass, taking a few pictures, hoping you can get some free autographs. Uh, the, mis the other mistake I made, and I, you know, this is not a specific mistake, uh, was I, I didn't realize that in addition to one or two of the large conference rooms there at the Hard Rock, there was actually a much larger assemblage of adult stars that, that were in the what was called the joint at the time. And I don't know what Virgin has done with that and to what degree that's still been incorporated into the property. 
to what degree that is still a concert venue. I do know that, uh, at least as far as I know, they are hosting the Adult Entertainment Expo uh, this uh, January. So make sure that you know what's going on, know your way around, and uh, actually get to visit all of the uh, specific sites. Um, It is obviously a heavily male-dominated convention. You have a lot of dudes running around, a lot of guys with like expensive cameras taking pictures and video. Um, So I I didn't really see that that was particularly discouraged or prohibited in any way. Uh, That could have changed in the last few years, Uh, but it certainly was not when when I was there most recently. Um, Yeah, I mean, most of the... um, you know, young ladies are very approachable. Um, again, uh, some of them are there signing with various uh, adult video companies. And um, so in, in those cases, typically their autograph will be free. You can take a picture, whatever. But, you know, sometimes it's more fun to uh, sort of check out some of the independent gals. Uh, sometimes they can be as attractive or more attractive. Uh, more engaging, but again, it helps in that case to be willing to shell out a few dollars for, you know, souvenir, photograph, video, or whatever. So that's my thought on that. Um, That is, I guess, probably the most dramatic memory of that 2012 January trip uh, was checking that out. And again, I learned a lot from going the first time and then, you know, some of the lessons that I incorporated into my second visit um, is, I guess, kind of incorporated into the 2013 um, summary, which I will be getting to very shortly because, and I've mentioned that here on the podcast before, and I was just mentioning it to a very, very dear uh, friend, partner, uh, this morning, that Uh, looking back on my life and I will be 59 years old here in about three weeks or so that there are entire years of my life where at least off the top of my head, I have no idea what happened. I I don't know anything that I did during that year. Now, if I go back and I review the data and say, Oh, that was in 1993 then maybe I can remember it, but just off the top of my head, I don't. And I don't remember squat about the trip I took to Las Vegas in the spring of 2012. Um, I stayed at the Rio for three nights and then moved over to the Orleans for the last two nights. Uh, there, there's a tendency here, a trend here, which I'm sure you've probably picked up on, um, that the Orleans very typically would offer me two free nights, so... I would stay there for a couple of nights. And again, at this point, I've been staying at the Rio because I'm getting uh, cheap room offers from there. I would just say in 2012, 2013, the Rio was still in pretty good shape. Um, There were still plenty of places to eat. The casino was still fairly lively. They still had the little shuttle that ran back and forth to uh, Harrah's and Bally's, I believe. Uh, obviously since then things have deteriorated quite a bit. Um, Caesars has sold the property. And so we're hoping that, uh, the Hyatt people that are going to be involved in the renovation of the hotel 
in the next couple of years will bring that place back to its former glory because it actually had former glory. But like I said, no specific memories about uh, that second trip in 2012 at all. So we'll jump ahead to the first trip we took in 2013. So we fast forward ahead to the first trip we took in 2013. This was a pretty long trip for me. Um, it was six nights. I have done six nights on a few occasions. We um, observed me doing it uh, pretty recently. But that was definitely pushing it. Um, on this occasion, though, I had played a little bit at Palace Station on a previous trip, probably the trip in May. Not really sure. I don't remember that much about it. But I got two free nights in the tower at Palace Station. So I took advantage of that. I had stayed there once before in the old courtyard rooms. And then I had two nights at the Orleans, again, comped, and a couple of nights at the Rio. As I mentioned, this was the second time that I visited the Adult Entertainment Expo. And I was much uh, better prepared this time. Definitely had a much more sort of laid-back attitude. Um, was willing to spend some money. Had a really good time on this particular trip. Um, so, you know, I would return for a few more years. Spend an afternoon there. Um, had a good time. The last couple of times that I went, I actually stayed at the Hard Rock, which was a, which was a, a definitely a better experience. Definitely get much more of uh, the whole feel of the thing. But uh, but no, I had a good time with that. Also, I believe it was this trip. I uh, the actual expo took place on one of the nights I was staying at Palace Station, and. Uh, instead of heading back to Palace Station from uh, the Hard Rock, I had them drop me off at, I think, like Caesar's Palace or something. Made me seem like I was more important or something. And uh, I walked through there and I walked into Mirage and played a little bit there, just kind of killing time on some slot machines. And I think I was betting something like 60 cents maybe. And I actually hit what may still be, I believe is, the biggest slot machine jackpot I've ever hit in Las Vegas. It was something, well, it wasn't a jackpot. It was no hand pay or anything. But I think it was something like $670, which was pretty nice and uh, definitely a nice win at that time. So I always will remember that as well. Uh, Mirage typically has been a pretty lucky casino for me in almost every case. So it will uh, be sad to see it go. Now, next time we talk, which should be next week, we will be talking basically exclusively about the trip I took in 2013 from uh, the 5th of September. Um, through the, I guess, probably the 11th of September. Yeah. My 50th birthday celebration, which uh, by some crazy turn of events, I think like eight or nine people actually showed up at some point to help me celebrate, which was pretty awesome. So we'll talk pretty much exclusively about that trip 
on next week's show. Thank you so much for listening to the Vegas Memories Podcast here on the Vegas Tips and Tricks Podcast channel. Once again, hey, like, comment, follow us, subscribe to us, uh, let people know that we're out here. We enjoy talking about Vegas and talking about our Vegas memories. And uh, we hope that you'll join us in the future for more Vegas memories. Until then, I hope that you have a great week. We'll talk to you again real soon. Bye-bye.